thousand dollars just for spending the night in a haunted house. Good. That's just the kind of job I've been. What kind of house did you say that was? A haunted house. You see, the owner wants to sell it, and he's willing to give a thousand dollars to the first man that would spend the night there to break the spell. You know, the spell of the ghost. Have it. I ain't going to get mixed up with no ghosts. What do you mean? When people stop walking and talking, I'm through with them. No, no. <laughs> A ghost is not real. When you see a ghost, you see an apparition. Abbott, when I had my apparition for apprentices, all I saw was a doctor and a beautiful nurse. No, no, no. I'm not talking about an apparition. I'm talking about an apparition. Apparition like in hallucination. Abbott, what in hallucination are you talking about? Costello, I'm talking about ghosts. Spooks to you. Abbott, that ghost may spook to me, but I ain't spooking to him. No conversation with no strange ghost. You nitwit, you can't speak to a ghost. No, you just said a ghost spoke to me, you idiot. A spook is a ghost. You have nothing to be afraid of because because of the ghost is uh, the house. You see, the house is only a rumor. Boy, well, and um, what'd you say? And I really mean, what did you say? I said, uh, <laughs> I said the ghost. <laughs> I said the ghost in the house is only a rumor. I wouldn't care if it was the landlord. <laughs> Welcome to the Kentucky Ghost Hunter Show. It's another Tuesday night here in Centertown, Kentucky, and I'm here with, no, well, he's not in Centertown, but my co-host, Kevin Quabbin. Say hello to everybody, Kevin. Hello, everybody. Hey, today was a, a weird day to start out, Kevin. Eight o'clock, well, it was actually 745. I got an email and said, do you remember you're supposed to be our guest on the blog show today? And uh, I forgot all about it, and they quickly sent me the email letting me know where it was, but uh, I was... Uh, in the mix, I've been on the show for an hour, well, not the show, but I have actually been talking for an hour now, Kevin. So my voice is a little a little hoarse. I'm hoping you'll jump in there and help us. <laughs> anyway, I was going to tell you something else I didn't know, and I was going to, we'll get to our guest for just a second, but I want to just say this too. And I, I talked to our engineer beforehand. I did not know we were on YouTube. We were on 60 some different networks, I guess it is. And uh, they found us on YouTube, and she said that during the show, Kevin, I had no clue whatsoever that we were on YouTube. That shows you when you work with BBS, you're on so many programs, you don't know where you are. But uh, have you heard us on YouTube? Did you, did you ever see, hear us on YouTube? No, I haven't even, I didn't even know that till tonight. So I didn't either. I didn't either. But I know we're on iHeart and a bunch of other things, but uh, we are on YouTube too. So, But tonight's going to be a really awesome show, man. I'm telling you, we have Kristen Roberts with us. She is a medium, but she's a little bit more than a medium. She's uh, she's certified a bunch of things. She's an ordained minister. She's a certified oracle card reader. She's a spiritual counselor. I mean, this woman does everything. And uh, looking at what she does, I'm very excited about having her on here. Now, Kristen, you're on right now, aren't you? I am. Hello. Hi, guys. Hello. Hello. Welcome very much. Welcome. You know, when we talked earlier, and I'm not going to have you do this right away, but uh, I was surprised, and, and I was wanting you to keep talking with me, but I had you kind of stop for the show. But uh, you were saying there was a couple of spirits that wanted to talk to me tonight. You know, one of the things everybody always asks me when we talk uh, to somebody on our show is, how did you get started? 
And Kristen, if you would mm -hmm. uh, kind of explain who you are, but let everybody know how, you know, what brought you to where you are. Tell us, tell us, tell us your story. Cause I'm more than interested in it. Well, it's a long one. Um, <laughs> I have well, we, we have two hours. So go ahead. We have two hours. You're <laughs> <Okay>. good. <laughs> All right. Um, well, professionally I've been doing over 20 years. Um, and that it takes, if you consider the training of uh, my abilities, uh, developing them, um, going through different courses and education before I actually uh, went out professionally. And I believe that it's our responsibility as uh, psychic mediums and that we need to make sure we're doing the right course um, and making sure we're, we're real to the public and making sure that we develop our skills so we can give great messages. And then, um, you know, since I was a little girl, though, I would, I would see spirit. And um, my grandmother helped me through that transition in my life. And uh, my dad would give me journals, uh, something I can write on and develop and look back on lessons and go forward. And, uh, you know, uh, now that I'm a teacher of uh, different courses over the last span of 10 years, um, and now... Uh, you know, I, I love working what I do. I love my clientele. I have a great base of uh, knowledge to offer many individuals in this business. And uh, I love it. I love what I can help and heal and let people move on with their life. And it's so difficult, you know, especially when you've lost a loved one. And um, I know because you know, I've lost both my parents. I am the eldest of my family, you know, of my generation. And um, and it's hard to lose someone that close to you. And not being able to talk to somebody, it can mess with you for many years, and it can do some serious damage if you don't get that healing inside and to be able to understand uh, what it's all about. So um, recently, the last, I would say, five years I've been doing the paranormal uh, investigations and helping that way because uh, a lot of families um, don't know how to deal with spirit in in the home and so that's why I got into doing house blessings and cleaning cleaning of the home and um, healing of the family so that's where I started getting into my being an ordained minister and you know helping out in that angle so long ago, it seems like. Um, but, yeah, I do have many things and skills. I developed uh, several things um, of my being a physical medium. That's hard because I'm very empathic, a very uh, sensitive person. That it's hard when you go into the paranormal field because you deal with spirit that can come through me. It's kind of like that movie um, Ghost with uh, Whoopi Goldberg. Right, same theory uh, where spirit can come in, and I could actually transform or transfigure, and start talking as them. And um, so I had to be really protective, uh, and I had to learn about my guides, uh, my mentors, uh, how to protect myself. And I've had many, many talks, uh, hours upon hours, and classes, and. Uh, of teaching people about how to protect themselves, especially going in the paranormal field. Um, it's very risky, <laughs> you know, so you got to have your game on and know how to do that. Um, 
But um, what else? I do remote viewing. Uh, I love that. I think I'm going to swear. I think it's really badass. <laughs> I really enjoy that because that took a while to enhance, and anybody can do that, uh, that skill. Uh, we all have it within us. And that's the ability to, what I call, see the hot spots in a house. It could be anywhere in the United States. Anywhere, you just give me an address. Um, or if I'm just talking to you over the phone, I ask you permission because all of a sudden I'm, I'm starting to see things in your home. Um, and then I will just talk about that and uh, seeing what's in your home, where do you need to clean your home to get rid of spirit, that kind of thing. If I'm not there, I will teach you how to do it. So I don't know. I can go on and on. <laughs> so Well, let me um, ask you a question, Chris. Do you remember the very sure. first time that you saw spirit? Do you remember it back when? Ooh. Oh, I do very vividly. So tell um, me about that, because they're, they're going to ask me any way to ask you to. We're, they're going to ask me to ask you to explain it. So go mm-hmm. ahead, tell us about that if you don't mind. Oh, not a problem. Well, um, it was my grandfather. He had passed over um, when I was five, and um, I had a traumatic accident, which usually triggers a lot of this. But um, in my in my youth, um, I had broken my leg severely. It was almost a compound fracture. And then I went, you know, so they had to fix it and put me under. But so that was traumatic for a five-year-old, right? So during that time of healing and understanding, I was, um, <laughs> I was in what they put me back into a crib-like setting. So, you know, that way I wouldn't fall out of bed with my broken legs and stuff. Um, so then I seen the apparition of my grandfather, which I know he wasn't there because I seen him in the casket you know, um, no more than six months prior. And um, so I was, ta- you know, looking at him in it, like a transparency state, right? And I'm thinking to myself, that kind of wigged me out, but I felt comfortable. And then he started talking to me, and he says, you're going to be okay. I'm going to stay here with you until you get better. And um, I'm like, that's okay. And then I felt this goosey bumps from my head to my toe. And I said, that, I said, you know, thank you, Grandpa. I love you. And, um, and then all of a sudden, you know, just, I seen the golden light behind him and I said, okay, I didn't know what to think of it. And I just rolled over and went to bed, you know, uh, but that was my first experience. And then after that, it just started unfolding. So, and I know two generations of my family, um, you know, my grandmother believed in a lot of different things. Um, she worked, she was a little witchy and she believed in doing the gardening and her herbs. And that's where I learned my green thumb. Um, and I know how to make my own protection oils, my herbs, and that kind of thing. Uh, and I give them to my closest, closest friends. <laughs> and I let them have that. So that way, when they're doing paranormal or doing stuff like that, um, they know that they can trust that protection oil. Because it has a lot of protection, a lot of good uh, modalities in it, and stuff that I grow on my land. So it's very earthy. It has a lot of elementals, uh, of things that I put into that oil. So, and I make my own oil base. So, yeah, anyway, go ahead. What's your next question? <laughs> well, it, it's not really a question. It's a, well, it is a question. I'm not going to say it's not, but it's an observation too. That some of the people that I've talked to in the past that have your abilities, uh, when they mm-hmm. were younger, a lot of people well, basically thought they were crazy. I don't know how else to explain it. Did you have that issue? I know that you said your grandmother mm-hmm. uh, was supportive of you, but as far as did you let people know about what you could see it right off the bat? And if you did, how did they react to it besides your grandmother? Right. Well, that's where the journals come in. <laughs> uh, they didn't know how to deal with it. They, 
My mom kind of knew because she was very intuitive. Um, not to my level, um, but she says, well, we'll learn together. You know, we'll try to understand it together. And so I had the support link of my family, which was weird because I, at being that young, you don't know what you're seeing. So they just kind of like, it's okay. Just, you know, talk to him like he's sitting right here, you know, and just be able to be understanding that I'm, we're okay with that if you do see him or if you see others. We you know, know that we're here to support you. So I had that support link, which many do not. Many do not have that. They kept it in the closet. You know, you're talking the 1960s. Okay, I'm giving my age. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's okay. I'm that 60s. old, too, so go ahead. <laughs> yeah. We're talking the 1960s where, you know, a lot of people, I mean, being the spiritual has been open for many years prior, way many thousands of years prior to us, you know, going way back. Um, so it's not like it's unknown. Um, and there was, you know, there was all kinds of history about being psychic or being a medium. You know, there's a lot of that now. It's just coming to surface uh, more and more in the last 20 years, you know, than it has been in the past, for sure. That's A lot of people did it behind closed doors. Now, are they, are they still doing it behind closed doors today? Or, like you said, it's getting more popular, but uh, you, you also teach, I suppose. That's what you were saying. You teach people with the mm-hmm. same gift as you. Are yeah. they... Well, let me just say, do you have older people come to you now that did have the issue with people in the past not really believing them and thought they were kind of, you know, not there? Oh, hell yeah. I get, oh man, I get like easily a thousand newbies a year. Okay, I'm experiencing this. Can you help me? I need your help. You know, let me understand. I got this going. I got that going on. So because the veil is so thinning in between the spiritual realm and our realm, this earthly realm that we're in, um, it's so thin and... You know, if if you don't get that direct connect and you don't understand it, it we're becoming so surreal with this that it's like becoming our daily, you know, our daily thoughts, our daily feelings. You get on the TV. I mean, how many paranormal shows are there? How many mediumship shows are there? You know what I mean? There's just so many. Uh, so there's way too many, really, don't you think? Yeah. Oh um, well, yeah, but that's where people have their choices, though. You know, people have a choice to click it on, click it off, you know, and it all depends on what kind of development, where you want to be in your life, in your journey, you know, where do you want to take it, you know, what do you want to understand with it so you can work and be controlling of your daily life, you know, so some people want to open that door, some people choose to close that door, and I respect that, I respect that so hard, I mean, so much, because um, it's hard understand what we go through and people you know how do you deal with that and i'm this well you know how do you deal with so much of what you see and it's so surreal and i said well because honey it's not about me it's about giving back to the people you know so they have an understanding of what this world and what you're up against you're not alone you know i'm here to help you you don't have to fight this battle alone and I say that almost every single day. I have professionals that come to me that are in the same boat, you know, because we all have um, difficult times. You know, for example, you know, this last summer, uh, I had a professional uh, that I work with that deals with the dark entities that goes in and removes all these things from homes, you know, and people. And 
eventually it takes its toll on an individual and they become ill and they become sick um, and it can last for a long time so being who I am the healer I will go in there and and do what I had to do to remove that um, that spirit or entity that's within somebody sometimes and expel them and give them you know and give them the blessings and give them encouragement to feel better in this you know in a normal way you just don't realize how important this uh my topic again is about protection you know doing the right things when you're going into the paranormal or going and doing what we do just be smart don't jump in willy-nilly and really know what you're doing right let me ask you this question how do you protect somebody well it depends on what you're dealing with okay Right. So if you're talking about protection, right? And well, let, let me just say, know, so let's say I go into a, a place that has an evil entity, uh, mm-hmm. and it has attached itself to me because that does happen in a paranormal world. You know that we do get yeah, attachments, and we do have to have uh, somebody like you to come in and take care of the situation because we don't have the same gifts as you. But what would you do if somebody uh, basically had a lingering spirit that would not leave them mm-hmm. alone? How can you how could you help them or protect them to get rid of that? Right. Well, there's, like, a lot of different ways. But the first thing you do is don't go in there unprotected. Shame on you. Um, there's ways oh, wait a minute. That tell, you... Go ahead and tell us what protected means, because there's a lot of people okay. that listen to my show that don't understand what you're saying. So explain to them what somebody okay. would do to be protected to go into a, a, a investigation. All right. Number one is to be responsible. Know where you're, what you're going into. Okay? If you know that there's dark entities into the building, then you need to wear... Either some people wear crosses, they believe in their spiritual, uh, their deities and good God above. They have their, um, they have what they call a total understanding of what it takes to be protected, shielded, because you have your guides, you have your guardians, you have your angels, Okay. There are people that, you know, the good God above that will protect you. It's your spiritual belief of what you're going into before you go into that building. And ask to be protected. Ask them to shield you from the evil that is in that you're going to be walking into. Ask them to walk ahead of you and to remove these entities if they're going to be in your harm's way. If they're not there for the greater good, then remove spirit. You know, so you are shielded in the golden light, as they say. You know, you have to envision and know... And that's through your meditation and guidance before you go into this paranormal business. So once you're into that point, um, because there's a lot of people out here that are empathic, that are sensitive, that, you know, what, a couple weeks ago I was in a paranormal investigation. The first thing I asked is, how many people are protected? Not one damn person raised their hand. I was so, I'm like, what? What? (laughs) Okay. So... I said, okay, so I'm going to say a blessing and at least get the, you know, some protection on people today. So that way, you know, when you're going in, then we're going to at least go in so you're not going to have residual of a spirit that you're going to take home. So some people do a prayer and tell the spirit that you're not allowed to come home with me. They put their intent in before they actually do the investigation. You know, to the spirits of the home, we are here for the greater good. We're not here to harm you. You are not to harm us or our team. You know, that kind of mojo. Uh, it's a mindset going in, right? 
So, and then the shielding, uh, crosses, oils. Some people have stones that are uh, different modalities and different stones like obsidian. See, some people have uh, pockets. Some people put them in there. Some people put them in bags. Some, well, I know women put a crap load in their bras. <laughs> you know, which is good. Well, that's um, a heck of a protection place, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it is. I'm telling you. Um, I did a bunch of coins uh, of St. Christopher this last year for my paranormal team. So I did a blessing uh, with holy water on the coins or anything that you want. Um, and I, you know, ordained or did a blessing. And, and there's different things you can do. Um, but I also give that to the team members. So now they wear that with them before they go in. You see that kind of thing? It's like little tokens, little coins, little things that your, um, your church can bless, your minister can bless. You see what I'm going at? Yeah, so, yeah. And it's all about, yeah, so it's all about smudging, using sage sticks, um, you know, be, after your investigation and to clear your body to make sure you're not taking it in your vehicle. Oh, hell yeah, spirit will walk right into your vehicle and drive home with you. Yeah, we've had, oh, yeah, we had a guest on a couple. Well, uh, Kevin, you remember it? Donnie was on here. He actually had one uh, visit his house, so we we understand that. Uh, what do you? Mm-hmm. Okay, and I'm trying to. We've only got two hours. We're going great. But tell me now, what happens if a spirit actually does get in the car and goes home with you, and, and we find out we're in trouble and we call you? What What do mm-hmm. you do? Well, <laughs> depends on what's going on once you get home with the spirit. The spirit would definitely make itself known. Uh, your energy would change in your home. It will get sick, okay? Uh, all of a sudden, you'll start feeling edgy or not feeling comfortable. You're not sleeping well. Uh, all of a sudden, you start getting sick or ill, depending on the type of spirit, right? So um, that's why you have to have certain modalities of salt around your doors. So the spirit is not allowed to walk in once you walk through that door. Okay, explain right, so, salt real quick, Kristen. What, what, is, what does salt have to do with protection as far as the doors and stuff? Well, that's a big thing, because the salt is a grounding, and it's a barrier. It's a barrier that spirits cannot come over. But I also do the holy water and the crosses on my doors. Every January, I will bless every window, every door, outside my home, anywhere there's a garage. And so I will take my salt, my salt shaker, and just put it around my doors, my front doors, my garage doors, uh, put it around the outside of my windows, and, you know, this perimeter of my home. You know, and then I do the 23rd Psalm out of the Bible, and basically it's all about protection, you know, and that helps. It's better than nothing, I'm telling you. And I could do that over the phone with somebody and give them the right direction of what they need to do. Um, and it's just a cleansing of the home and the saging and getting rid of all the negative energies or negative, like, fighting, um, people that get in arguments, people that have had bad juju, bad luck. Um, and then you can do that to your home as needed. And it's just basically lighting of the sage and billowing it throughout your home at every crack and crevice, your basement, your wherever you can get it. Uh, then I replace it with positive energy, uh, affirmations um, after I tell the ghosts to leave that they're no longer allowed in my home, that all spirits must leave. They're not welcome, they're not allowed, even family members. You need to, that happens where you clear the whole house. 
the whole fam family has to go. Because <laughs> sometimes you'll have a lot of people there of your family that will come in. Um, so, so you're yeah. saying that your actual family's passed on could actually cause harm? If not, I don't think they do it on purpose, but will, they can cause harm by being in your house as in the spirit form? Well, yeah, I mean, you can possess all kinds of stuff, especially if you've had, for example, a bad uncle that had a, um, like a drug problem, okay? And he was in uh, narcotics or something, and, and all of a sudden he's driving home with you, and all of a sudden, you know, or you've been somewhere, and all of a sudden you don't feel right. You feel dizzy. You feel like you're, you know, you're not feeling right. Spirit can come in like that and make you feel ill. And not intentionally, like you just said, you know, but it, you can't help but take that on, being the sensitive and feeling of that spirit. They can mess you up. Um, but on the other hand, you've got spirits that are loving, that are with you, uh, your, your spouse that's passed over. You know, um, and the more that you think about them, the more that they're there. They're there because um, they feel you, okay, and they know that you need them. So a spirit will come, and they will be beside you at night when you sleep. I see that a lot, a lot, and a lot of people wake up in the middle of the night. They can't sleep. Um, they're waking up early in the morning. All of a sudden, they got to go to the bathroom, you know. Spirit does that a lot. It awakens you. And it's like, okay. Um, and then that's when your ego, you know, your, your day, your events are now aside, and your mind is in a dream state where you're able, and you're very receptive. Um, that's when you're going to bring in spirit and messages from loved ones because that's when they can reach you the best. Because your, you know, your your ego, everything that you are in your awakened state, your reality sometimes does not allow that. So what do you mean your reality doesn't allow you? When you're saying awakened state, you're, you're actually asleep. Mm -hmm. Is that what you're saying? Half in and half out. Right. Exactly. When you're able to let spirit talk to you through your dreams, and that, and I, a lot of people can do that. You can you can actually ask your ancestors to come in and ask them to come through through a dream state, which people have done that, and I've taught them to do that. Okay. Well, so how, do you, how do you teach to, somebody to do that, Chris? And what, what do they need to know to, to be able to I know you can't do it just well, by you you telling be, them. But yeah, you've got to be open. You've got to be open to receive the message, because some people say, that I haven't heard from my dead brother in 14 years. Well, honey, I can tell you why you're not. So, you know, and if you're not open to receive the message, and you're not open to receive... Um, like the insight, like opening your third eye, your, your crown chakra. Like if I asked you to go to your kitchen and cut me an apple, can you close your eyes and visualize yourself doing that? Well, sure. Okay. Well, that's an awakening. A lot of people need to awaken their, their mind to the spirituality of spirit, to be able to, to receive the sensory of that higher level of spirit. Okay. Because some people can't get to that higher level. And they're not meant to, and they don't want to, because it will scare the living crap out of them. They don't, they don't believe in it. And so when you're, when you're that hardcore, it's hard to have spirit come over sometimes. You know, so, and I get that with some people. They just don't get it, and they don't open up, and their walls are higher. They're on the defensive. Um, they're always protective. Um, they don't trust people that kind of person, and it's hard to get into those kind of people and do readings because they're not opening up to get the true message, and that's a shame, you know. So that does help by opening up more.
and believing so, and reading and understanding about spirit and what messages are and how to receive messages. I can go on and on and on about that topic. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let me go back to the original thing. Now, let's say you, you go to a place and there's just a spirit in there that just will not go. No matter what the person says, this guy mm-hmm. is just determined he's going to stay there and cause as much havoc as he can. Uh, and the reason I'm asking that, we've actually got a, mm-hmm. uh, octagon house in Franklin. There was a uh, spirit there that another psychic told me was cussing me out left and right. Cause it didn't want to leave. Uh, but, uh, mm-hmm. you know, you got a spirit like that just will not leave. How can you get it? How do you, what's your process to get it there that needed to go and will probably love to talk to you about it? Well, I'll tell you one thing. When the spirit, especially that dies on the land, buried in the land, good luck with that. Um, but the ones that travel, that come and go within a short period of time in a house, that's fine. That's easy. It's the ones that are buried. And the ones that uh, have a stake in that in that building that was built by their hands, you know what I'm saying? They have yeah. blood. They have they have sweat. They have tears. They you know they grew on that land. You know what I'm saying? They prospered on that land. There's some of them that just won't give it up. And you know sometimes I tell them, hey, you know if you can't coexist with the, with uh, the living, then the living are gonna go. Sometimes make a choice. You know so. If I talk to spirit and he's just not willing to let the human, the the human, you know, uh, the, us, the living, stay with them, that you know, then that's that. I I'm not going to force him to you know to cross over if he ain't ready to. That's not fair to him either. But all depends on what I'm feeling with the homeowners, uh, the business people, uh, and buildings that deal with that. And uh, majority of people just leave. You know, and it's not guaranteed that spirit won't follow either. There's plenty of study that spirit will follow follow you no matter what home you go to, right? <laughs> so yeah, sometimes, yeah. yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? So, and it's up to the person then to become knowledgeable of how to remove spirit from the home. And, um, and go to a professional that can help you. Not all mediums are qualified because there's different strokes for different folks, right? Different mediums for different modalities, okay? So you have different ones that are ordained. Some of them are shamans. Some of them are different, depending on what kind of entity or, or uh, thing uh, is in that building, for example, is what you need to remove it with. So a, a good medium will tell you, okay, you got this, this, this going on. You have, you have a portal in there, a portal that needs to be closed, okay? That could be one issue. Okay, now uh, there has been, you know, some people have uh, put bad juju, you know, um, voodoo or bad hexes on the land. You know what I'm saying? That had did some bad stuff on the land. So I've seen that and I've seen their um, victims have been murdered in places. I see all this stuff, you know, Kristen, Kristen, do you find it harder to remove um, people who've been dealing with Wiccan or, you know, Wicca or dealing with uh, voodoo, mm-hmm. sometimes it, when they open those doorways, it's harder to close sometimes than a normal spirit. Oh, yeah. yeah I, I totally agree with that because you're, you're dealing with a different uh, modality of, uh, of spirit. Now it's more just spirit, it's demon, demonology, okay? So, yes, it is going to be harder. So you need a demonologist. You need, so, okay, so you get your Rolodex out <laughs> and start figuring, 
what, what do I need to get rid of this? Okay, I'm dealing with this. Well, then I need a witch doctor. You know what I'm saying? I'm dealing with this. I need a medium. So like, you can like, be successful. But like, let me give you an example, though. How do you get rid of, like, um, let's say somebody put a curse on someone, you know, or a hex on somebody. Mm-hmm. I've always heard you've got to send that back to that person. Well, that's vindictive because what goes around comes around. So well, you've got to be careful in that. Yeah. There'll never be another witch. Someone sent one to me. The only way to get rid of it, I've always been heard, is you've got to send it back to where it came from. To a degree. You can, but there's a safe way of doing it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's the whole thing. When you go into that, there's a whole different world, right? And I'm part of that world. I know that I skim enough of each thing to know how to protect myself. Okay, number one, I wouldn't put myself in that position because I'm too smart to be put in that position. Now, if people do, as long as you're protected, you're not going to be able to be, you know, that shit's going to bounce right off you, right? So, again, back to protection. But being, if you're into that situation and someone has hexed you, then you go to another, you go to someone that can remove the hex properly. You just don't go in there willy-nilly and thinking that you're going to read a book. Okay, this is what I need to do. No, go to someone that can help you and do it right. Because if you don't do it right, on the spell work, right, because we're in the, the, these times, then it can backfire if you don't do it properly. Or if you say it wrong, yeah, I believe that whatever you put out to the universe is going to come back tenfold. So I'm very selective of what I say and do with people. And I think that's smart because you don't want to say or do something that's going to piss people off to put a hex on you to begin with. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's easier for me than said than done. Everybody likes putting hexes on me, don't they, Kevin? Yeah, you're pretty <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. Um, but, and doing the paranormal, I love it, though, because I know that I can help people. Um, you know, I'm with uh, the you know the Great Lakes Apparition Seekers. You know, we're based out of uh, Dearborn, Michigan. Here, Glass Paranormal. That's on my website. Um, you can you know go to uh, my website under ChristianRobertsMedium.com or on Facebook and find me under Christian Roberts Medium. Um, and just look at my site. It gives you a lot of information about different things happening. Where I'm going to be. Uh, if you needed more knowledge about certain things, you can text me. Um, you can talk to me. My prices are on the, you know, my ChristianRobertsMedium.com. Even Paranormal. Paranormal can contact me, okay? Um, and then they can just do it through that website, and they connect with me. It's pretty pretty cut and dry. It's pretty easy. Um, I love it. Um, you know, and I know that I'm here for the greater good. Uh, I know that I'm going to be starting my own talk show here probably soon with uh, Rebecca Smuck. She's the Motor City Medium. Uh, we'll be doing a talk show here. Uh, we're I have actually heard of her, too. Chris, and I've actually heard of her. I know, as you should. She She's a dear friend of mine. Uh, she's uh, very well known, uh, as I. And um, so now we're actually, uh, we just did a seance together uh, at the uh, Mid-Michigan Paranormal that uh, we just did. And now we're also going to be doing one and coming up on November 3rd. And that's here at the, St- the old Stimson Hospital here in Eaton Rapids, Michigan. What's her name? And 
It's called the Stimson Hospital. The what, Stimson Hospital. What, what's your What's your friend's name? Um, Rebecca Smuck, the Motor City Medium. So what? When you do these uh, seances, Chris, I've got to ask you this. Uh, mm-hmm. Kind of, you know, you see it on TV where they do seances. Is it about the same as what they see on TV, or do you guys do anything different? What What is the seance to you? Well. Depending on where it's being held at. <laughs> okay, because certain places won't allow you to do certain things, right? Okay, she's an expert into the Ouija board. <clears throat> Excuse me, the Ouija board. I love the Ouija board also. Um, but I'm also, I'm, I can connect with spirit 99.9% of the time. I'm not saying I'm a badass, but I'm really good at what I do. Um, sometimes it just, um, it's hard for the ones that do commit suicide. It's hard to get them to come over as much, but I, I'm able to, it takes a little longer, but I'm able to, um, but doing seances like that, um, we get up close and personal, uh, we usually have 20 to 30 people in our seances. Oh yeah. I have a big, we have a big crowd because there's two million. Yeah, that's a, that's it, right? a lot, isn't it for a seance? Yeah. Do you ever get interference with it or? Oh, hell no. No, not not with us because um, Beck and I have a uh, and a very well connected together. It's like she sees what I see, I see what she sees. Okay, when when we see spirit or we're talking to somebody, you know, we have everybody holding their hands. We create the energy. We build up the energy in the room. Right, that's number one. And when you create that energy. Uh, and then I want people to think about their loved ones and close their eyes and think about who you want to come over. And then all of a sudden, me and Becca are picking up all the energy now, okay, because that's where the higher frequency comes in when you deal with spirit. And then the energy, the room will shift, and then you get cold, and then you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm talking about. Um, then the energy shifts, and then all of a sudden, spirit is in there. Okay. Then we start describing who's here, Okay. And then I have a, what we call, um, I have a trumpet that a dear friend of mine made um, that's no longer here. Um, he was actually also a physical medium. His name is John Lelick out of Maine. And uh, he made me that trumpet. And that's also where spirit can come through and talk. Okay, and that is another whole topic uh, of how spirit can come through uh, for the people that do not see spirit. But the spirit can come through the trumpet and speak. It's really cool. It's really cool. Um, now, but anyway, the, does the spirit talk through you, Kristen, or does that? I mean, does it oh, actually yeah. speak through the trumpet? I'm kind of confused by that. Well, it depends. On, yeah, it can under certain se- seances, different types of seances, right? You can get a closer net seance, right? But it's just where you're using the spirit trumpet, the trumpet, right? And that's a closer net seance, and then uh, the spirit can talk through that, right? And that is for if they have any questions for people that are not gifted, right? So they can hear it. So they can, you know, understand what's going on. It's not just what we're hearing, not what we're seeing, not just what we're feeling, but other people that are not gifted can use that tool to hear spirit. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, so it's just another way like your, um, your, your, all your paranormal equipment, right? Even though I'm a medium, Hell, I use that equipment because I got I got people that were taken through that are not gifted, and they need to see it, right? They need to hear it. 
right? So, so, so you, you, you actually just use the equipment to validate yourself with a, with new new paranormal people, I guess. Is that what you're saying? Oh yeah, uh, with anybody, yeah. Whenever any paranormal, yeah, any kind of equipment, I like using it so that way it validates for people or you know recordings or video camera. Uh, my husband does um, the video of for the glass paranormal. And uh, we get we recapture a lot of evidence on film, and that is for us so that way we can show it to the other people that need to see it, right? And um, like an orb came, <laughs> we were on the the Edison the ship, and on that paranormal, and this orb just come right in and through my mouth, and I'm like, oh my god! I and I was wondering why I was like looking all of a sudden. I'm like, oh my god! I was like, so I was talking, and all of a sudden the spirit just came through. And I'm like, wow, at that same time, you know, so it's kind of different when you have the, when you see things that the normal eye can't see. Or when you're hearing audio, you can hear spirit, you know what I'm saying? There's all kinds of apps out there that people can use and to enhance your paranormal experience, to validate what a medium is saying in the room. You know what I'm saying? Uh, That's happened time and time again. And I know a lot of paranormal uh, investigators um, have a hard time with mediums. Hell, we have seven on our team, seven mediums on our team, which is very unique, right? And a lot of them are... I, I wish we had to... seven on our team. We have one good one. <laughs> we need about six more, though, to go with it. So we, if you know anybody, send them our way. Oh, well, it's only because they can offer a different um, validation of what your equipment is saying. So that way... They can hear it, they can get it, and then, you know, I like splitting it up a little bit where I would go in and I would do my own thing and tell them what I'm feeling. And then they can go in with their paranormal equipment, you know, and I'll use my remote viewing and I will write all this down before I even get there. Okay, so I do all my automatic writing. Boom, 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 this is what I'm picking up, pages and pages and pages. And then after it's all said and done, we bring our evidence together. And then we talk about what we came up with. I think that's I got a, cool. I got a question for you again, Chris, but I need to say this. We're going to try to get the callers today. We've got a lot of information, and Kristen's going to be doing some stuff for us down uh, on the next hour, maybe doing some readings and that good stuff. But our call-in number is 888-627-6008. That's 888-627-6008 if you want to call in and give Kristen a question. Uh, like I said, we'll try to get to some callers today. Where we're doing, Christian, you're doing great today. We love having you on here. But I've, I've got to ask you this because we've got a lot of people out there. Um, mm-hmm. And actually, I, Don, our engineers are saying, hey, we ready for a break. Yeah, Don, we're going to go to a break here in just two seconds. I'm going to go to a break. But when we come back, I want you to do a little bit discussion about the Ouija board because a lot of people out there um, – mm-hmm don't like it they think it's dangerous don't use it and you use it so i kind of want you to discuss that when we come back if that's all right but right now we're going to go to break and we'll see you guys here in about five minutes and uh 30 some seconds i believe Taking a family of five to the amusement park can cost a small fortune. Oh, yeah. So to save some money, we thought, hey, let's bring the amusement park to us. Go ahead. All right. Uh, Step right up. Step right up, young man. Are you ready to ride the Wacky Waterfall? That's just the bathtub with the shower head running. No, it's the Wacky Waterfall. It's the shower, Dad. Waterfall. Wacky. There's an easier way to save. To get a free rate quote, go to Geico.com. Then buy online, over the phone, or at your local Geico office. 
Hey, Thirst, can I try out a few Coke Summer sound effects on you? Yes. Cool. You okay with this? there, Thirst. That wasn't sound effects. That was a Coke. I'm no longer thirsty. You're so out of here. Coca-Cola. Open happiness. As a man, you know what it's like to break your back on a daily basis. Introducing new Bud Silver, the beer for hardworking men. It's just what you need after a day of assembling flat pack furniture. When instructions are cast aside in favor of intuition. Working with one eye on the job and another on the TV. A day when you're told it looks a bit wonky at least 40 times. Hardworking men want a fuller tasting thirst quenching beer. New Bud Silver. One cold can of you bet I earned it. KFC presents a Halloween tale. It came from the dark. It began like any other evening. They were hungry. Innocently, they went to KFC, where they discovered the new KFC dark meat menu. Look at all those low prices! Have you ever seen chicken price this low? Yes. Dark, delicious pieces of KFC legs and thighs. Flavors like original recipe, extra crispy, and even tender roast. All at low, low prices. Look at all those pieces! It's KFC's dark meat menu. Whatever you do, don't eat it alone. <laughs> you ever needed something late at night or needed the finishing touch on a project due tomorrow? The Walmart in your area is always there for you and open 24-7. I can't count how many times I've been to Walmart after 11 p.m. Whether it's to get shampoo or just hang out with friends. No matter what, Walmart always has what I need. The next time you need something quick, you know where to go. Save money, live better, Walmart. We're here asking people from all over what they think of lifting green tea. Let's hear what people from Texas have to say. Mmm! -mm. How about China? Mmm. Germany? Mmm. How about people from the North Pole? Mmm. Or Mars? It, what about mimes? Oh, right. People with their jaws wired shut? Oh. Yeah, a barbershop quartet. You guys are great. How about race car drivers? Mm -hmm. yeah, what about you, high school glee club, here on a field trip? Well, that settles it. It sounds like everyone loves the taste of Lipton green tea. With its protective antioxidants from real tea, it's not just good for you, it's to you. Lipton tea can do that. Air fresheners create a beautiful atmosphere in your home. But some can be overpowering. Ambipure Puress is different because it's allergen reduced. It's just as scented, but we've taken things out to make it kinder to sensitive skin. So, all you're left with is a collection of delicate air fresheners approved by Allergy UK. Ambipure Puress, a fresh take on fragrance in your home. Thank <laughs> you.
You love chocolate. Mmm, chocolate. You love M&M's. Oh, yes. But your tastes have grown up, and you're just not wild about super sweet milk chocolate. So you've been avoiding M&M's. Yeah. Well, fear no more. Huh? M&M's dark chocolate to the rescue. My heroes. M&M's dark chocolate candies. Available wherever fine candies are sold. Hi, Tom Bodette. Of all the things invented in 1962, some have faded away, like cassette tapes. And others are still very much with us, like lava lamps and Motel 6. Yep, Motel 6 is celebrating 50 years of giving travelers a good night's rest and saving you more for what you travel for. But we're just getting started. In fact, the longer you watch us, the better we get. Kind of like a lava lamp. Trippy. I'm Tom Bodette for Motel 6. 50 years and the light's still on. We have a problem. State your problem. Picking up transmission from Mars. Welcome back to the Kentucky Ghost Hunter Show. This is Dean, the Kentucky Ghost Hunter. We're with Kristen Roberts, medium. She's been really entertaining us for the last uh, 45 minutes or so, and we're going to keep going with it. Uh, if you want to call in real quick, folks, it's 888-627-6008. 888-627-6008. We'll try to get to your calls here in just a second. But, uh, Kristen, I wanted to uh, come back with you real quick with a question, because in the first segment you had mentioned Ouija boards. And we've got a lot of people out there that do not believe in Ouija boards. They say they're extremely dangerous not to use them. And then uh, you said you use them. So I'm going to have to come back mm -hmm. to that question and ask you what your opinion on uh, Ouija board is. And is it safe to use or do you suggest people don't use it? Uh, so forth and so on for new people in the paranormal world. Correct. Yeah, a lot of people um, don't know what they're dealing with. They should not play with it, okay? If you are not, it's nothing that okay, that you should always put, you know, a blessing and protection and anything that you work with in the spiritual realm, okay? Anytime that you open up a different app on your phone, a paranormal, you're opening up a spiritual world, okay? When you open up a Ouija board, okay, and you ask spirit to come through, you're opening up another world. So it's not just Ouija boards, it's anything that you do. So it all depends on the maker. If the maker is going in and his intent is a bad, ill-gotten gain, that's what he's going to get out of the board. You follow me? So if you have your protection going into that board and you know what you're working with and you can tell that you're a professional and you know what you're doing, you should be just fine, okay? I'm telling you. But if you're a kid and Hasbro has brought out the Ouija board, my granddaughter, for God's sakes, asked me, Grandma, can you get me the Ouija board for Christmas? And she's 10 years old. Oh, hell no, I said. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're, you're not developed enough. You don't have what it takes to make sure, once you open those doors, how to close those doors. 
Okay. So how, how do you close them though? Because I I know you're saying don't do it, but me and you both know we've mm-hmm. dealt with people in the paranormal world before. They're gonna do it. I've I've been to the places. Oh yeah. That it, it specifically says don't do it. It's too dangerous. And as soon as the the owner leaves, they break out a Ouija board. So I mean, and oh, yeah. say our show, you know, we're done, and they, the the little Ouija whatever that is goes over to uh, mm-hmm. just falls off the table, and they say they're done. But sometimes they're not. So how do right. you close out a session? Well, it's just a matter of knowing how to do it. And I do it my way with uh, having support of my guides and my and my angels that I have with me. And I just at that point, I say a blessing and closing the door and they can spirit to come. Okay? You welcome spirit and you ask your spirit to leave and to go back to where they came from. And basically closing that door by asking it to close it is to that they cannot come back through the same portal that they opened there to leave and to close it down. And I do a blessing on mine every time I close it with the blessing of the, you know, with my hand, like a cross over the Ouija board. Okay. That people have different modalities of how they work with their board. All right. And, but I work with my pendulum. I'm constantly working with a, uh, my board. Every time I go to my fairs, they're with me. Okay. So, but it, my guides are with me, so I know what I'm working with. You have a super guide that is with you, the, your power play that is with you, that controls the spirit on the other side of that wall. You see what I'm saying? And then he only allows what you want in there. And you can tell when something's bad, and then you say, no, he's not allowed. He's not allowed to come through. He's not for the greater good. This is not what I want. And so I'm closing that door. But if you're trying to get a message and you want to bring that through, be prepared because it's going to come through and it could be hell closing that door back again once you opened it. I so agree. That was going to be my next question to you, Chris, because you and me both know that sometimes what comes out of those portals and that Ouija board is not what you think it is. It's something that you exactly. just can't control. Oh, yeah. And that's what, you know, especially with children. Oh, my God. You know, and I, and I say anybody that's children is not old enough to drive yet, right? <laughs> Um, they don't know what they're getting into. And then it's like anything that they open up, a Ouija board, uh, the Wiccan, you know, anything that you're doing that you're trying to awaken spirit, yeah. You know, uh, you're going to get what you're, you know, sometimes you don't get what you wanted. Something else can uh, change, okay? They can transform and they can shapeshift and they can move into different things and different, um, you know, different spiritual things. You know, uh, they can change from an elemental. They can change, you know, uh, shadow people. They can just change. You get your demons, or you could have your spirit from your grandmother coming over. But I ask for validation before I open up that door, though, from my guides. And I'm like, okay, before I open up this door, you are to bring this person, and this is who I want. And if they're not, do not allow them to come over. I get really badass and tough on my guides. Do not allow this to happen, you know. And if you do, oh boy! So, so I, I get really hard on on uh, my guides. I ha- I have nine of them. I have nine guides uh, that protect me. I have doctor, teachers. You know, there's all kinds of guides throughout your life. I have children guides because I deal a lot with children that passed over. So again, um, I will know what's going to come through that that uh, portal. Being a medium, I know what's going to come through that portal. Anybody else may not. 
So yeah. So, so what happens if they don't know, Kristen, and it does come over? I mean, how? It, it's just not a simple process saying, "Okay, no, we're done isn't. talking now." No, what do they need to do just, to get rid of it? Well, they need to contact somebody and to be able to close that door. A medium, a spiritualist, someone uh, you know that can handle what has just come over, and uh, they can take control of your body, your you know everything that's going on. So in your home, so. Just, I mean, I wouldn't do it until you actually are taught by someone that can help you uh, to open it, to close it, and do the right thing. Just don't go into it half-assed. Know what you're getting into before you start playing with things that you don't know anything about. You're just curious. You want to do it for fun. You just want to see what it's all about. We all did that, right, when you were kids. We just, we just did it without thinking about the consequences. Well, do you no. think there's a lot of paranormal people right now that are using them that aren't thinking about the consequences when they go into documented haunted houses and stuff like that? Oh, I'm sure they do. But yeah, you see that all the time, and they, you know, and that's and that's unfortunate, but that's what they do. And does you know, as long as they're, um, you know, if they're willing to clean up their mess afterwards by hiring a special somebody to come back, you know, to clean up their mess, if they're willing to do that. That would be fine, you know, um, but I wouldn't take that chance. I would not. Uh, I wouldn't you know, either, no but I, you, know, I would me not. And you both know people do it. Oh, yeah, they do. And, uh, it, and it, you know, but it's like any other paranormal equipment, though, any other device you use to summon spirit. You know, really, you just got to really know what you're doing, and if you do, you do. But the odds are you getting, it's not that, I don't think that it's harmful if you know what you're doing. It's just for the people that don't know what they're doing, yeah. What are the odds? They're not that, you know, bringing something evil over. It depends on the history of the place. Evil is going to bring in evil. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, so it's actually a mindset. It's a person's mindset that's using the device. Mm Mm-hmm. That's what I said earlier. So if your mindset is, oh, yeah, you know, yeah, you're going to go in there with this intent, and this is what I'm going to do, well, then you're going to get what you're going for. Um, so I've had, you know, I've had plenty of my own personal parties with my dear friends, and uh, I've had all my psyche friends, medium friends, paranormal friends at my property, and we just do things uh, with a different modality of respect for spirit and the dead. You gotta have that respect. If you don't have that respect, you're not gonna get it. You know what I'm saying? You're gonna get what you deserve out of this, out of that message, out of what's happening. Right, now I got, another, I got a question in. for you again, Chris. Now, when you go into an investigation, mm-hmm. um, and we out in the break, we were talking to Chris and folks. If if you we don't know where we're coming from, this question here, but our medium doesn't really go in with any history of the place or anything like that. Do you do the same thing when you go into a place? And when you do, are you able to validate? Uh, Correct. Your abilities by, yeah. I mean, when you go in there, people, you can actually tell people about the place, I guess, without knowing anything about it. That's correct? Correct. Yep. And that's where I was talking about the remote viewing of all I need is numbers. Give me the number of or longitude or latitude of that building. Okay. That's what I'm all about. I'm all about that weird stuff. Um, so when I write down the numbers, then I will start doing my at home. I'll start writing it down, or my husband drives me all the time. He drives me to all the places I go so I can start remote viewing, and I just start writing things down. 
of what I'm picking up about the numbers, about um, what I'm feeling about that place or the hot spot or where I'm not, where I need to go in that place. And I'm usually almost always pretty good on connecting. Uh, you know, okay, we're going to go down the stairs, we're going to turn to the left, we're going to go here, right? That's where my advantage is. And then, so before I get into there, I don't know nothing about the place. Um, I just know that, okay, I feel this is a brothel back in the day. Okay, yeah, I, I see, you know, I see women over here and men over here. I'm seeing beer. I'm seeing alcohol. You know, uh, you know, you start picking up things. Um, and, oh, yeah, there used to be this here. This used to be like this. This used to be like that. Um, this has changed. This wall, this has been renovated. This did not like that. The spirits are pissed off. You renovated the hell out of it, and now you awaken them kind of theory, right? So um, I think that's good to do that because you go in there with an open mind, and it's good because I don't want to be influenced by what, I've, what, what other people are saying or doing. No, I don't think that's, that's legit. I think that if you go in there uh, and you just do what you got to do, like I said before, I like going in there before anybody else does, before all their energy comes into the place. The less people, the better, I'll be honest with you, in a paranormal investigation. Because that way, spirits tend to, you know, when you got that many people, they hide out. They take, you know what I'm saying? They don't want to be around the living, so they kind of hide out. Um, so then they go and hide in the basements, go in the attics, and they just spread out. <laughs> you know, they'll go outside the house. You know what I'm saying? And then you got to play hide-and-seek then, don't you? Yeah, yeah, all night long. And then all of a sudden, I'll have spirits that will be with me. They'll tag my butt all night long. Okay, you need, you know, is there anybody else you can bring with you? Because, you know, you're with me through this whole damn investigation. <laughs> you know, so, you know, they want their messages to be told. And they start coming over on, on the machine. Everything that I'm saying, then they validate it right then and there on the machine. Boom, 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 boom. I ask my question. They're responding. And so people can, you know, hear them. So, like an echo box. I love that thing. I like that program. I like that. Well, but you're anyway, going to have to have uh, us come over with you one of these days, do a seance or something here pretty soon, Chris, and we'll make a trip over to you, and, and maybe we'll join you mm -hmm. one day. Well, Rebecca and I plan on doing more of them. Uh, I know that we're really good. We're totally in sync. So it's hard to find someone. And I have a couple of badass girlfriends that are like that, where we're so in sync, you don't have to say anything. Okay, like, for example, um, the Stimson Hospital. I'm going up the stairs, and I, and I knew the doctor, the doctor that fell down to his death in this place, out of an elevator shaft, right? Well, it's a long story. I'm not going to go too much into that. But I knew that the spirit of the doctor was up in this room I never got to. So I get to the top of the landing, and Rebecca's on my left side. And all of a sudden, I, I see the doctor coming at me. And I hadn't said anything. I'm like, you know, and all of, all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, shit. You know, and I thought, you know, I'm at the top of the stairs. Rebecca grabs my arm. She's like, oh, you're not going to throw her down those stairs. I'm like, you see that? And she's like, ah, hell, I sure did. And I'm like, woo, okay. Well, thank you, GF. You know, thank you, girlfriend. So you see what I'm saying? You yeah, connect yeah. like that. You get that, you get that connection uh, with uh, other mediums when you are working so well together which is very rare, but it works. Cool. Which now, we're going to do something special here um, with Kristen, folks, and uh, he, she's going to do a reading on Kevin and me, and I guess, Kevin, you get to go first. Um, 
and like she said, she's going to be blunt in what she says, so hopefully it won't be too bad for us. But Doug, our engineer, we may run just a teeny bit over tonight because uh, she's. we're going to let her do her thing here. So, uh, uh, Kristen, yeah. I, we're gonna, do you need anything special before you begin? Are you just ready to go? or? Oh, I'm ready to go. No, I just um, I want to explain a little bit how I do it, okay? Um, when I have people that call me, uh, and they can, they can call me at 517 517- Nine three zero four three zero six. Um, if you have, if they want readings, um, which I do over the phone, um, what I do is I do sometimes a half hour prep, depending on how long, and usually a half hour, an hour people want with me. Um, then I just go ahead and start picking up before I even talk to them what I'm feeling about their energy and what they need to do. So the first thing is what I talk is about what I'm picking up that is a direct connect of what I'm feeling about you. And then I asked the client to produce questions, which Dean, you did not. <laughs> so Kevin did. <laughs> we so talked about that to, break. That's normal for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So Kevin did. Uh, and then what I do is I use oracle cards. Um, I think you put tarot. I don't do tarot cards, and that's different. I like oracle because they have a, they have a very true impact, and there's a, a to me, they're very spiritual. They will give you uh, more insight. Okay, that's why, for me, tarot works for me. So what I'm going to do first is I'm going to go and um, talk about that, uh, what I picked up. And then uh, I had a new deck of cards I wanted to share with you. Uh, each, like, I did a one-card pull at the end uh, with a magic card, and um, we'll talk about that. But with Kevin, Mr. Kevin, all right, here we go. So, you got your pen and paper ready? <laughs> you are awakening your spirituality, okay? Now is a great time for you. Uh, you're a late bloomer in your life. This means like you had a late start, is what I was picking up, in, in your journey. Uh, it's like you, you're a great listener, and you held a lot in before you dove in to where you were going in your life. And I know um, that hmm, you, you have so many fires going on, so many projects, so many things that you're spreading yourself out too thin. And um, hmm. <sighs> I know that, um, hmm. that you have dedicated your life a lot and as far as being who you are, because you did it very precisely. Um, but I need you to know that right now, I need you to cut all the negative ties that don't serve you best right now, that serve your interest. And you need to move away and cut away all negative ties before 2018. People, things that you need to, like personal, because um, you had a lot of junk in your trunk, and you're, meaning you had too much baggage that you need to clear up. And uh, put a conclusion to it, put an ending, have an end result. Uh, give an ending to any issues that are still open that you need closure to. That is a time to be doing this in, uh, towards 2018. And um, you need to do that because that way your new doors are going to be opening up for you. But if you're so... Uh, have so much uh, like earthly things, a lot of stuff, 
in your home, uh, if you're not putting things in order, then you cannot allow new things to open up in your life. So sometimes you've got to clean out the old, open up new uh, ideas, new um, adventures, new journeys, new possibilities. And that goes with a lot of people this year. Uh, so the last quarter of that we're going to be spending, October, November, December, would be a great time for you to be doing that. Uh, I just say, yeah, you got to do that um, and for new openings. Now, I'm going to keep on, before I come to your questions, uh, I'm going to go with the cards again, because the cards uh, that I read oracly, uh, past, present, and future, and, and some additional advice for you, uh, then it may, I'm like, oh, okay, and then this made sense about your questions. Um, okay. Uh, the first one was about your past, where your subconscious mind. Uh, it, your subconscious mind, you need to listen more. Uh, it speaks out to you, but you're not listening because, okay, I know that Dean is more hard-headed, <laughs> but um, you got to make sure that you're also listening. Your mind and your gears are non-stopping. You're a thinker. Okay, yep. you're 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 a thinker. You're constantly thinking, and oh my God! So you really need to journal and defrag. If I could put um, a port in your brain and download it, I would recommend that for you, uh, because then you can pay attention uh, going forward, and your listening skills will be better uh, when you're tuning into your guides and all your dreams and your daily life and things you can pay attention. Uh, too. Um, I know symbols are something especially in threes that you need to take note of. Things that, uh, that, you're, that are coming your way in threes. Do you know what I mean by that? I think so, yes. Okay, for example, you know, it's like... I hope it doesn't mean, okay. it doesn't mean police tickets because I've gotten two. <laughs> yep. If something <laughs> keeps on coming back at you, one time, two times, three times, pay attention for God's sake. Take note of these key things, okay? The very key things that you need to pay attention to. And um, I want you to make sure that you time and date them because that's, there is a specific thing why those are coming to you. And then you can use them as a reference point and understand them. Because uh, they're, they're, what they're trying to do is awaken you so you can pay attention, okay? Now, as okay. far as your present... Um, Okay, they're telling you it's time to recreate and reactivate your DNA and who you are. Okay, they basically, I'm going to tell you to reel back in a little bit and rediscover yourself again and open your mind, your, your third eye, uh, your spiritualism, uh, bring in your inner visions, your ideas, uh, bring them all into form now and regroup. And anything that you can dream, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, you have the power to create them. You can manifest anything you want going forward, uh, going towards your future, you know, um, and study how to develop your intuition and your psyche better. You're very gifted. You're just basically um, have not opened that up enough or develop it. So if you develop your intuition, then you'll have access to a higher destiny of where you want to go in your life, Okay. Um, okay. All right. So yes. um, it's all about timing, too, with you, because I can see you uh, cutting things out real quick. Boom, 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 boom. You cut things out. Um, 
real quick. You don't give them time to open up. So sometimes pay attention that they're for your greater good. At least give them a second look before you just throw them away or the idea of it. Um, yeah, so they're telling you stop holding back on your spirituality. Open that up more and let go of that. And as far as your future, okay, again, advice is coming back again for the second time on uh, the same situation on your intuition and recognize and repel negative people, destructive people that are, you know, that are not conducive to your home, your job, your environment where you live, and those who would not um, be for your greater good, people that dominate you, you know, that um, are overbearing, that don't let you express how you feel. You need to get rid of those people that are not getting you uh, advice to go in the right direction. Um, yeah, you have a lot of energy, and you do focus on the positive, okay? So I want you to take aim and go for it and stop holding back. That is going for your future. As far as some extra cards that wanted to give you some advice, um, they want you to start manifesting your desires and ask your questions and ideas to your guides and your guardians and your ancestry. Um, what I mean by that is your ancestry. I ask a lot of my um, my family members have passed over for help. I think everybody should do that. Um, and I can explain if somebody wants to know more about how to help get help from your ancestors. I know uh, many people that have done it, been very successful uh, of getting help. And um, I can talk to to you off the phone or off the air sometime about that and how to do that. And uh, now, as far as your questions, I'm talking real fast because i got to cover a lot. <laughs> oh, you're okay, good. Here we go. <laughs> okay. All right, number one, what's going on in my current job or what's happening with my future job? Okay. Um, okay. All right, you're only looking at one piece of the giant puzzle that we're in right now, all right, that your life is going through. No matter where you go, uh, you know, Kevin, you will always land on your feet. Know that. Because that's how you roll. That's how you, that's how you pick things apart. And that's where that puzzle comes into play. Everything's got to have its own little fit, and it's got to be just right to get that puzzle all together. So know that, you know, um, everything, there's change in everything we go with in the flow of life. And there's always going to be new challenges. But the biggest thing is to be able to trust yourself and use your gut instinct. And that will come with your current job. And I think that anybody that is looking for a new job um, is questioning are they happy with their life and where they're going. Because, you know, we, we evolve. And I think change is necessary in order to evolve. So if you're not happy in that job, then change it. Because you will definitely land on your feet no matter what direction you're going into because you, you think of it and you plan it before you do it anyway. So just go with what makes you happy in life. That's the bottom thing, what makes you happy. Um, your second question is, um, what was I in my past life? All right, and how many and had I had or military? And um, have any of that been part of your past life? Uh, the answer, one, two, and three. 
<laughs> okay. In your past life, I pick up. Um, you've been a warrior, uh, a knight. I, be- I see you going through battles. Um, you were like in the Roman days. I see you like more of a priest or someone that could give advice to the you know the higher selves of other people that were battling. Um, you were a man of eight children, a farmer. You're an astrologer, a prophet. You've lived eight to ten lives, okay, over and over again. And i got to ask you a question. I see that, you know, with a military, yes, and I found that you have been wounded before. Do you have a birthmark anywhere on your body? I do not. Okay. Well, the wound, basically, if you have a birthmark, a lot of people that were like, you must not have died from it. Okay, but I do see you being wounded, and I see that more like on your left lung, okay, your lung area, uh, in the military back in one of your lives. Now, birthmark is also known to where you have died before and, and have came back again in reincarnation. So that, that's another twist, another conversation, okay? But mm-hmm. those birthmarks, yeah, that has meant that you have died and came back again. And that is what killed you before. And that's where it was. Um, your third question. Okay, is it time to look for a new career? That's that kind of, I would say yes for you. But remember uh, the promises you made about why you got into this job to begin with. Okay, and just be mindful, you know, because there's always going to be deceit no matter where you're going in your jobs, right? People are people. Just be careful about your motives and choices when you're going into a new career. Okay. That was a big one. Okay. (laughs) I know. I want you to think about that exactly. Um, Okay, your best character trait, number four. Okay, that is where your heart is on your sleeve, okay, when it comes to you and your family. I mean, that is probably the best character that I'm feeling about you. I feel the love. I feel that uh, that is where your heart is, and that's where, again, you're coming back again because you've always been a man of family in your past life, and and family is very important to you. And that's why you keep on coming back over and over again to live and know that your family is there to support you, and you will always be there for your family. And that's and nothing will ever break that barrier. You're very strong-minded when it comes to that, and don't let anybody mess with your family. <laughs> very true. <laughs> that's a, that, that is your mindset. God, God have mercy on anybody that comes between you and your family. And uh, I think that's a great uh, thing to say about you. Actually, I think that's a good thing. So um, I'm very proud of you for that one myself. Um, and then, what colors are your auras? Um, I get, like, a lot of blues and greens, like a healer kind of thing, okay, and your lower left side. Um, on the right top, I get the white for enlightenment. Uh, you're hungry for your spiritual self. You're awakening. You're, you're going through the shift now. And the right uh, base of you is red for power. You're hungry for power, and I just feel the warmth of who you are, and that's to your core, too. Because you're a warm individual. But I would not turn my back on you either. <laughs> okay. All right. That, then your magic card, my friend. Okay. 
that I picked out that I do under certain ways, okay, when I'm shuffling. It says here, this is called the, the destiny card that was revealed, uh, that has chosen you. So the, that all that should, um, okay, I'm going to back it up here. All that I shall need to know as I walk shall now be shown. So we all desire uh, future knowledge from time to time. But the truth is, knowing exactly what will unfold does not necessarily help us to make the right choices or decisions for our souls. So, nor will it stop what is part of your destiny from happening. That's pretty. That's a pretty cool card. So that's up to you. That's it, my friend, Ken. Okay. Well, thank you. A, I know that was pretty deep. <laughs> You had a deep reading. Okay. Very soulful. Very soulful. Mr. Dean, are you ready? I, I, I think I'm ready. Let's go for it. It's <laughs> <laughs> the okay. opposite, Dean. <laughs> no guys. Yeah, so I'm afraid. Um, it's completely opposite. I don't want to call me uh, an asshole or something. <laughs> <laughs> um, but family is also so important to you, Dean. Okay. But um, keep them close is what you do. Okay, you keep and shield them very well of you and your family. Uh, you hold a lot inside, and you don't let a lot of and you don't let a lot of people in your life. Uh, you're a private man with uh, that many respect. People respect you very highly. Is what I'm pushing up that they um, respect what you do. Okay, and uh, a lot of family members also love you for what you do uh, because you go after your dream. Now, I do see, because I also read about the physical part of people, right? Um, and that's also what I do. I'm a physical healer. Uh, when you, We need you to take better care of your core, your mind, your body, and your soul. Um, you must need balance in your life now because you're just, um, you're, you need to uh, take more, time, doing more physical challenges, working out, eating a little bit better, getting more sleep, that kind of thing, all right? I don't see anything major um, that needs to be addressed at this particular point, but you definitely need to take better care of yourself, okay? Um, I can see why you're in the paranormal. I said that quote earlier. Uh, you are driven uh, by facts, actual evidence. The mysteries uh, that awaken you inside helps. I can see that uh, when that's what gives you your excitement, your your drive to life um, is the unknown, and that's what gets you um, geared up, uh, makes you happy, gives you your drive to get up every day and do everything you need to do in life, um, instead of holding everything in that it lets you express yourself more. Now, being no questions, um, but I did find that you had a grandmother figure that did come over. Um, and I would say, can you validate that on your father's side? Uh, yes. Okay. I feel that at this point when she was talking to me, um, she's kind of pale uh, woman. Uh, she's got kind of thin lips, um, trying to describe her. Um, she's very comforting, uh, and she's a very wise woman. Okay, and you get a lot. She has like light hair. She used to be blonde. 
is what I was picking up. Can you validate right. that? I okay. can validate it. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, you get. She says you get a lot of your inner personality from her. Uh, she says she's very proud of you or who you have become. Uh, she says don't let fear of the unknown stop your passion. If anything, let it feed your passion. Ooh, that was pretty cool. Um, and I agree with her on that. And um, she's very, like, she's a quiet person, but she's very, uh, when she has something to say, she says it and everybody listens. You know, that kind of lady. Uh, she also carries that respect line. People look at her. They went to her for a lot of things. And she uh, helped a lot of people out. She was an amazing woman, actually. Yeah. And then that was that one for her. Um, did you want anybody else? I know a couple of days ago when we talked, that's what happened. Spirit comes and goes because they got things to do, right? Um, but she's the one that came over tonight before I opened up and started reading for you before we even talk. So um, do you have anybody else that you'd like to bring over today? You want well, to keep I, on going? Yeah, let's let's try it. I mean, we, I've got a father that's passed away. You think you could get him to come mm -hmm. over? Yeah, what's his name? Ronald. Rob? Ronald. Okay. Ronald. Ronald. Yeah. Does he, does he have dark hair? Yeah. Okay, dark hair. I got like a... He's showing me a little bit younger, like a side do. <laughs> like a, I don't know if he's got that side do. He parted it in the side and it goes over when he was... He, he likes that. Um, yeah, is yeah. He, kind he of had a that when he was guy? young, actually. Yeah, yeah. Is he thick? Kind of thick man? Yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. I'm trying to validate. That's what I do. Um... He showed me a heart. Did he have heart issues when he passed? Yes, he died of a heart attack. Okay, he's validating that for you. See how quick this goes? <laughs> I do a lot of validating because of spirit, right? Um, and, uh, again, uh, I see family. I see him uh, tinkering. with. He's good with his hands, like tools and stuff. He likes to tinker on vehicles and stuff like that. Was he kind of cool like that? Uh, like so if he wanted to be, he could be. Yeah. Well, I see cars. I know that... He likes driving with you in the car, he says, um, because of the fact that, you know, I just, he feels better. And uh, he likes traveling with you and uh, making sure that you're okay. And it's his, that's the only time that he has with you, he says, because you're always busy. <laughs> that would that be true. Time. That would be true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, he likes music. He, I see him fiddling with your music a lot on your radio. I see him fiddling with your music. So he does like music a lot. So if you want to talk to him, um, he says, all he's got to do is call out my name, and I'm right here, for God's sakes. He's kind of kind of like, he kind of gives you a what for. Uh, like, you know, damn, and, you know, he just needs to pay attention more. I'm right the hell here kind of attitude with you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so he said, just talk to him, and he's always there. Um, he says he likes being on your left side a lot. Um, and that will validate, you know, because he says he sees me because he turns his head. Damn, he's looked really, you know, I don't know if he's swore, but I, I mean, I'm, he's swearing like that. Um, like where uh, you've taken a double take. You know how you see peripheral things in your vision and you double take something, you look again, that kind of thing? Yeah, I well, do that, yep. Okay, well, he says a lot of it's him. And um, he likes going with you a lot. Um, he likes being with you. Do you have other siblings? He's showing me other siblings. Yes, I sure do. Okay. He's validating that. Um, the other brother, um, 
uh, he said he was a pain in the ass. <laughs> Funny though, you know, like um, he gave him a run for his money. You know, the other sibling, your brother did. He was always getting into something, doing something, and you know, I was always on the go or something. He was younger, and oh my god! So, but he um, he does miss uh, the family being in the living. Um, it's like when his heart went down, it just went down fast, and it sucked. He said he. You know, he thought he had some more years, but he didn't pay attention to his health. <clears throat> pay attention to your health. So, you got to pay attention, he says. Um, take better care of yourself, he says. Okay. All right. Now, what about your mom? What's going on with her? Because he just, he just showed me a picture of her. I'm just elderly and got some pain issues. Okay. So he's showing me a birthday. A birthday coming up or someone's birthday coming up. A birthday. He just showed me a birthday. July. July. He keeps on saying July. I don't know about that. Okay. Well, leave that there. He said a birthday coming in July, July. Um, And he said he's also showing me. Oh, snap. Do you know if someone's pregnant? (laughs) Yeah. Because I'm feeling that there's going to be some babies born in July around next year um, that's going to be pregnant or looking to be pregnant. So you're going to have more kids, and the birth is going to be in July. But he's also showing me twins, like back-to-back. Yeah. I don't know. Good God, hold on to that one. But anyway. Yeah, really, I'm going to have to remember that one. Yeah, you better. But I'm just seeing uh, you're being very productive in that area. So he's saying congratulations. So I'm just putting it out there. He's showing me a balloon, so there you go. Um, let's go into your reading a little bit more. Let me just get back into that one. Now, God, he, he's validating, man, he misses chocolate. Was he a chocolate person? Because I just got this chocolate craving all of a sudden. Oh, yeah, he liked tired. candy bars. Let's just put it. He did oh, like candy bars. He'd always get a candy bar and a Pepsi. Okay, well, get that candy bar out around the Halloween and uh, put his picture out, right? And you put a candy bar out there a little bit and just say, hey, Dad, this is for you. I do those little tea light candles when you're thinking of them and just make it a moment, you know what I'm saying? And he, and Pam, you know, uh, the people that pass over your family members, they like to be thought of a lot, especially around the birthdays and stuff like that. Um you know, my west wall of my home is for your ancestry wall. Just note that to self. Uh, whenever I got all kinds of uh, tins from way back from my ancestors, I know my, my ancestors very well. I know what they did in their life. So when I need help and uh, I can ask them because I go to the person that I know that was very successful. Uh, like if I needed a house, I would ask someone that knew something about real estate. And go to that person of my ancestor and ask them for help. You see what I mean? Yeah, so let's yeah. do your reading. Okay. Then we can go forward here. All right. All right. Uh, hard time trusting and letting people in. Uh, you show um, you show me two sides of who you are. One is you're very uh, personal and you're very private, again. And the other is what you do now. You're very active. Your your communication uh, with people. Um, you're a very understanding person. That's the first thing I picked up uh, going forward into your reading. And uh, I need you to, in like in your past, 
uh, you're doing better than what you have done it before as far as trusting more people. Uh, it's becoming easier for you. Um, but you should be able to talk to people that you trust, like um, in the spiritual realm, you know, more of your minister or shaman, someone that's more spiritual that will awaken you. And if I could express that to you, I would, um, only because of the fact that you need to understand more of that end of the spectrum and not just be uh, focused on one thing. I want you to open up and know all the different modalities of where we're at in this plane uh, because I've seen so much stuff personally that I want more people to awaken themselves so they can see and defend and protect their family and themselves because uh, we are going to be ready for the spiritual war. Um, but for your present situation, um, hmm. seeking, again, more on a spiritual level and meditating um, on historical figures, historical data, uh, people that can give you more uh, education on where you want to go with that, uh, making it more personal, more significance to you. That may trigger more like your past life memories, uh, help you create your own neo-mythic story of who you are, where you're going in your life, and to have more purpose of where you want to go. Because it's going to slide right into your future. Um, to accept um, and uh, like different opportunities that's going to be offered to you. Uh, it's going to be time now to take on worthy challenges, but pay attention to detail before you make a commitment. Pay attention to contracts, pay attention to uh, the wording, uh, pay attention uh, to money, okay? And as far as extra cards, um, they're telling you it is possible to manifest all your envisions that you see. You're a man of vision. You actually see things uh, of vision of future, okay? You're, you're like, um, you're very smart with that. You're very smart. You actually see things and you tell people, uh, you should actually be a teacher of philosophy and um, understanding because you're very, you're very um, talented and you're very smart and uh, a lot of people would benefit by listening to you, okay, more ways than one. Uh, you need to find middle ground and compromise on certain situations that you're so hard-headed about. Compromise, because sometimes you lose things um, that you shouldn't have. You just needed to have made um, a better situation, find common ground. Just don't, just delete it out of your life, uh, just because it's, um, it's pissed you off. Because once you're pissed off, you're just pissed off, and that, that's it. <laughs> um, amen to that, amen to that. Mm -hmm. yeah, I know, so you got to compromise, all right? Take a deep breath, think about it before, because you have a very sharp tongue sometimes, um, with people, uh, not always, but when you have a strong conviction on something, okay? So um, I want you to learn more about synergy. This will help you in your future to put ease uh, into what you're doing, and that is believing more Archangel Michaels, um, believing more in guides, believing more and not just what you see, but believe in more that's more um, above you the different levels of being a higher self, 
it doesn't have to be a direct connect with you. Not always. It doesn't have to be what you see is what you get. Um, know that you are cherished and protected at all times during these times that we're going through. Uh, you are. You are very much protected by angels and things that, um, the, of other forces of, cause of what you do. So your family members that have passed over and other things, they're there to protect you. I see tons of shields. I see a bunch of knives, like knights in shining armor, like shields, you know what I'm talking about? And yeah, knives, yeah. like, um, yeah, like that, right? So um, I need you to make sure that um, you cancel out your fears, that you're not alone during these times, uh, that it's so, we're going such a, through a transformational process right now here on Earth, so focus on your spirituality and what you believe in, okay? Know that there's more than what you've seen. There's way more. And um, what you're doing is for the greater good of the people, and you are definitely um, you're going to change up. You are going to be transforming into a higher self because you are going to believe more. You're going to see more, not just what's in front of you. You're going to be open more. Now, your magical card, it talks about healing. All right. Um, they're asking you to bring your healing power from within. It's time to pay attention um, to, the t to the issues of healing in your life uh, that you have, um, the power to do this. What's happened is you have laid that so much being dormant with inside you Okay, this healing power of everything that you have that you can push outward, right, to heal other people because you're a healer and you need to, and to recognize that. So when you're ready, Dean, uh, I will help you with this, and there's actually a way that I can help you bring out more of uh, a better side of you, uh, knowing that you do have that healing power. They're telling you to actually have bay leaf. Do you know what about the bay leaf, the herb, the herb that you can I, have? I don't know about okay. it, so go ahead and tell me about it. Uh, all right. I want you to start eating it, um, liking it. <laughs> it's a healing herb. Uh, it's also a protective uh, herb that I use. Actually, I have in my garden. I have, I just, I just, drew, I just dried out four bushels of it, uh, bay leaves. I have... Um, Again, uh, different things. I have my lavender out on my table as we're sitting here. My whole room smells of lavender. I use that in my, um, also with white sage that I have growing, that I've cut back. And they're all drying out in my home right now. Um, and I use all these things uh, to protect myself and to heal myself. Okay, so that's all about going back into that. So they also say to heal yourself as you're going down your spiritual journey, okay? So that is your magical card. And we're done with that. <laughs> that was a lot for I you, need, wasn't it? I need a drink of water. <laughs> 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 I said it fast, too, to cram it in there. It was quite a bit. Well, uh, Chris, I got, we only got a few minutes left, but I want to ask you another question here real quick because sure. uh, somebody texted it to me, and uh, it's just a, it's, it's, in your experience as, as being with the gift that you have, um, is it possible for people to, uh, and I don't really, I want to 
asked this the correct way because I know they what the text was wasn't really the correct way. I, I think what they're asking here is people themselves, uh, can they actually be a portal for people to move on? And I guess what they're talking about is if some a spirit would touch them or something like that, can they use the energy from the person to to move on by just touch? Okay, Marie, you're kind of asking twofold question. I think that's what your person is. Well, I, I think they are too. I think what they're asking me here is if if a spirit is in the house or something, somebody goes in there. Is there the ability that people have that the spirit could just touch somebody and actually move on from the power within? I think that's what they're asking. Yeah, say I believe that. I believe that um, depends on the spirit. Again, we were talking about that earlier. It depends on the spirit if they're ready to go with. And uh, I believe that the higher person that's going into that room, if they have that kind of power to move spirit on, yes, I believe that. Because some spirits need that push. Okay, they need that push, and they want to be able to uh, move on and go on to their journey. Some of them are just like in limbo. So when you have someone that comes in and touches spirit, yes. Okay, I've done that where they have basically left, and you can tell the difference in a room from night and day after a spirit has left, right? So I believe in that. I, I believe that someone definitely can do that. Definitely. Well, I, how would they know if they if they have that ability? I'm going to elaborate a little bit more on this because mm -hmm. I think they, this person is wanting to know if they what they would. I think what they're asking is I think they believe they have this ability and they're probably mm -hmm. wanting validation from you uh, on how they know if, if it's true or not that they do have that ability. That's what I'm getting from this. Okay. Um, well, that would be that they already know that they're gifted. It wouldn't just be something that they just tuned into. That is something that this person would know that they have that gift for a while because uh, they've already been gifted by spirit or visited by spirit. So, yeah, I would have them call me. You know, they can definitely call me, and I can talk to them more one-on-one -on -one if they want to off the air. I'd love to do that, no problem. That's what I'm here for. Um, but, yes, I know that they should, but they're doubting their self, or they wouldn't be asking that question. You should never doubt your ability if you're there for the greater good. You just got to learn to harness it, learn from it, grow from it, and be more badass about it. And just know what you're doing, you know, when you're going in with spirit. Just know all the edges. Know the ins and outs and maybes. Educate yourself more because uh, you're in doubt of your spirituality. That just means you just need to dive in more and develop it and harness it, and you'll be really good at it. Um, I got a female with that one. Hmm. I am interested. Do you know if that was a male or female I asked you that? Uh, no, I don't know. It just came across. I, I, I've got my number on the website. And somebody just mm. texted it to me, so I believe I, they're okay. not saying male or female. <laughs> mm. I just picked up a female. So anyway, okay, all right. Do you have another question? Well, Kevin said he had one. I got something on uh, the scanner here. Kevin, go ahead. Well, that's all right. I was going to say, you know, there's a lot of people getting into the paranormal now with all the reality shows. A lot of people have interest. I think the interest is at a peak level now than it was. Mm -hmm. um even 10 years ago yeah, so do you sure. i mean what would you tell people getting in now because i know there's a lot of people who experiment with wiccan they experiment with the ouija board they think you know they watch these things on tv and everything's towards demonic on tv for the ratings and you know it's really not demonic all most mm -hmm. times but 
but they're basically trying to summon things, which what would you say to these people getting into the business right now or getting into trying to learn about the paranormal more and get, get their groups together? Mm-hmm. Well, that, um, that's a, right there. Uh, no, that go in with a full uh, both barrels going in that you're confident in what you're doing and your abilities. Don't go in half cocked, half, you know, just go in with, with good measure, good thoughts. Go in with knowledge. Just don't go in uh, without being prepared. Uh, I know that I've asked, been asked on several times this year already to do those kind of things. Um, and coming up in 2019 and coming up going further to go into these reality shows, you know. And uh, just be true, you know. Do it, do it right. Don't go in and think that it's just going to be cake. It's not. It's hard work. It's really hard work. If you're going to get anything out of it, you got to do the math. you got to do the science. Science is so important because that plays a lot in the paranormal field, right? Science does. Mm-hmm. So, right? So you got to be able to know every aspect going into the business. Just don't go in just because you, you want to experience it. It's all good and fun to experience it so then you get the thrill of it, right? That's why people go into it. But it's more than that. And at the end of the day, you got to have respect for yourself, what you want out of it, or where you're going into it. So if people, if you're going to get respect in this industry, you got to go in and go in and do it and be be honest with yourself and what you're doing. Just don't go in and just because you think you want the thrill out of it. Because right, TV, I, we've met a TV, go ahead. TV just makes it like you said. They make it, they, they pump it up. A lot. Just so you keep on watching it uh, day in and day out. Every week they got you connected because it boosts up their website and their and where they're at. So just be mindful and make some good choices before you just leap. Right, because we've met a lot of people in this business that are when you know, we, like we don't do a whole lot of public things, and it's not because we don't like we don't like the people. It's it's actually the opposite. The problem is there's so many people that want to be touched and pushed and shoved and they want they want to be scratched. They want to they want to experience this. And we're always like, you don't want to experience that. You don't want that. No. You know you don't. you don't want a spirit to come through you. You don't know what you're doing. It, it can be very dangerous. And they a lot of people don't understand mm-hmm. that though. And that's what we come across a lot. I agree. And and that they they're just there for the thrill. And you know, I mean, okay, it's Halloween. Go to go somewhere they have those places to get your endorphins raised or that experience raised. It's hard. I mean, for the most part in any paranormal investigation, you're not going to get that. That takes dedicated time, video, uh, hours upon hours upon hours of uh, listening uh, to video, audio, you know, tapes, all that, whatever. Um, It's just not that quick, you know. Um, But I will say, you know, you can be at the wrong place at the wrong time. For example, um, this last summer we were at Eden Springs, um, a very uh, historical place here in Michigan, and it was all outside for the most part. Um, and we had young people going into different groups, okay, uh, with a medium in every group. Then we just basically broke off in teams. And then one young male um, was in a group, and he had seen something that uh, he should have responded to, but he didn't. And next thing you know, he got pushed to the ground, 
and he got scratches all over him. So, hence, okay, I was talking to him, and um, he came right up to me afterwards, and I'm like, oh. I mean, I said, I'm sorry, honey, but you did not go in there protected. I said, I'm sorry, you needed to have done this, 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 you know. He goes, well, I'm done for the night, and I'm like, that's good. I said, here's a big-ass sage stick. Now stay by the campfire and just sage yourself for a while and think about what you just learned in that experience, you know, and I'll come back later and talk to you. But, again, you have young people going in wanting that thrill, and all of a sudden he got the thrill he wanted, but it scared the living crap out of him. And all of a sudden, okay, did that ruin him for the rest of his life to experience other things? You see what I'm saying? So be careful yeah. what you wish for. Be careful what you wish for. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, Chris, yeah. let me ask you a question now. I, you, what do you see? What do the spirits tell you about our show, the history of our show? What, what's going to happen to us? Hmm. <laughs> well, it's not spirit as much as I use my guides on that one because it's spirit. Yeah. Um, I don't know. This is, I'll be honest. I have not really. I tuned in for the first time tonight because I didn't want a lot of history. Okay, again, I was, I'm doing the same theory. Um, you need to branch out more. I think that if you work together well with other paranormal teams is where it's going to take you, that it doesn't have to be just in one area of your business. You branch out by redeveloping and travel where other people can come to you, you go to them, and like you were talking about coming here, I mean, that's where it is. Um, taking um, your team to different places if they can afford it. The paranormal, you do not get rich. You do not do anything. The only time, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Out of people, you yeah. spend money in the paranormal business. You don't, you don't earn it. You spend it. Um, because it costs money to get equipment. It costs money to do this. So you are going to need more supply down the road with different people, you are going to meet some very remarkable people. And I think that um, if you did travel to Michigan, that would be wonderful. Uh, I know that there are amazing gifted paranormal teams out there, especially I know that our team is young, but we're still really badass. And I know that, like, um, you know, like we just had that, um, the, the big, huge, um, oh, God, I'm just getting tired. It's almost midnight. Um, the National Ghost Hunt Day, okay, where that was really cool. So by broadening our what we do over the Internet, exposing uh, uh, more and different uh, areas of different places, uh, different paranormal, we're learning, we're growing together as a team. And that's what we got to focus on, and that's what you need to focus on, uh, going further into the future um, and doing more, uh, videos, more Skyping, let the audience um, see the real deal. But I think that people also need to share their evidence. And evidence is hard to get, but sharing more evidence to support this is what really happens, right? And I know that, you know, going future, uh, in the future, we're going to be uh, relying more on technology. So uh, get your P's and Q's together when it comes to you know, having more uh, camera people, having more professional people uh, regroup with you uh, to capture certain moments um, and uh, that kind of thing is what I'm seeing. I'm, I do see that um, your person that you're working with, the medium, 
she's really, really good. You definitely need more than one. So I would definitely throw out that um, more on your radio uh, that you would be looking to find more of a, a psychic medium. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, my team's got actually three. We actually have three on our team. Actually, oh, technically on your four. Team. Four. Um, okay. One's actually lives in England, but she actually works remotely with us and helps us. Oh, remotely. Oh, I love that. That's what I yeah. do. That's what teams ask me to do. I did that in uh, the first year with one team, and um, I'm very good at it, and I enjoy doing it, and I don't mind helping, and I don't charge for that. It's something that but, I feel for the greater good of the families, and, you know, if it's to deal with uh, somebody that needs help, I'm always there, you know, so yeah. for sure. Well, I will, I will say something, too, real quick, since we just yeah. talked about the subject. It's really kind of cool because we go in places, we go in blind usually, and Denise and Alice then will get their information, Peggy. And that was really cool was I'll send the information over to England. I won't even send any information over. I'll just send over a couple of pictures to mm-hmm. our friend in England, and she'll basically break down, and she'll she'll get some different things sometimes, but mostly she'll be about 80% mm-hmm. exactly what we found. With having no exactly. idea where we're at, nothing. Just It's yeah. really pretty cool. It validates. I, yep, it does. And you know, and you need that sometimes because you, um, I just know that a lot of people, they feel like they're alone in this industry and you're not. There's a lot of professionals out there that are doing the right thing, that, that they're not frauds, um, that they are very professional, and they take their stuff very professional. Um, and um, and I like that. And I, there's a lot of good quality people out here. We just got to find them and connect and come together and uh, produce and see why, you know, at the, as a paranormal, can I ask you, why do you choose to do this? I'm going to ask you guys, why do you choose the paranormal? Well, I'll speak first, Dean. I, we, I do it on our team because we help people. We cross spirits mm-hmm. over. We help people. It's all about giving. And, you know, we're, we're very, we're givers. We're not takers. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, that's pretty much why we do it to help. Well, I'll have to say that Kristen's been about right about me. I, uh, the reason I do paranormal is not only for the, of course, the entertainment part of it, but this this show is designed to teach uh, as well as entertain. And I think there's a lot of people out there that are getting into the paranormal world that have no clue of what they're doing, and they don't know who to listen to to get that advice. So what we try to do with the show is we try to bring people like you to the show that will say, "Hey, look, you know, like you did, the Ouija board's fine." But don't use it if you don't know what you're doing and other yeah. things. So it's a teaching process. Mm-hmm. But I think that I am on a mission uh, mm-hmm. to discover what I haven't found yet. I've. Uh, oh, yeah. Well, yeah, I, I personally have a, a unique interest, I guess, in the afterlife and finding out if it's accurate for what we believe it is. And uh, in the process, I'm, and of course, everybody knows this, I've already got one book written, but I'm writing another book that has to deal with the afterlife. And mm-hmm. uh, interjecting with people like you and other people, I'm getting different opinions on it. When I form an opinion, I kind of, and Kevin will tell you this, I investigate by research. I research a lot. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, you uh, do. Sometimes too much. Sometimes yeah, too much. Yeah, you do. You overthink yeah, but, it, and uh, then, yet, then, yeah, let, you do. <laughs> let's just say that when the, the book actually gets done, and I'm only, I'm only on chapter two, and I've already got 50 pages, so it's going to probably be a long book, but I think it's going to be a little bit controversial uh, compared to what a lot of people believe in the paranormal, because I think we've got a lot of stuff wrong, but we've got a lot of stuff right, and it's just the intermediate, bringing them mm-hmm. both together. And I, I learned through the show 
in order to to do that myself as far as write the books and stuff. So that's what that's why I'm in the paranormal. And yeah. Kristen, I want to throw something at you real quick before we before we cut out. Now, I think something's very important, and I think the show's going to help with is that you mentioned there's a lot of good legitimate people out there like yourself, other good teams out there that are all, we all know the veil's breaking and there's a, there's a spiritual battle mm-hmm. going on that most people can't even see. And it's pretty strong. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it is. I think this show is going to hopefully connect more good people with each other because we're going to all need each other in the end to unite. You're damn straight. Um, I'm telling you, you are right on that. You are right on that. We need to come together as one it's not about, you know, um, who's better than the other person, but at the end of the day, at the end of the day, it's just about what the quality of life that you want and what, what are you wanting to fight for? What are we here to fight for? You know, uh, and that, and this spiritual journey is going to force us to make those decisions, um, you know, and I believe that. I've seen in my backyard, I've seen a parallel opening, a parallel door open. It just opened up, and all of a sudden, I've seen the Aztecs, Indians, okay? I'm going back to the pyramid times. And they said, are you ready for the spiritual war? I'm like, oh, God, here we go. So, here, and I see a lot of people writing about it. That's all people are talking about. So, yes, the spiritual war, we need to come together as one uh, and making sure that we're here to protect each other and to do the right thing. And uh, so, yeah, there's too much. We're either going to be really good so the people that are here for the higher selves and we're doing the right thing and we're pushing it and we're becoming very successful with what we're doing, we're going to go higher and higher. The ones that are not for the greater good, they're going to fall off. They're going to pass over. You know what I'm saying? And um, they're just going to be gone. So what's going to be left are the ones that are going to be here and we're going to be here to fight that and to fight that. And I believe that. I'm going to be here to, to do also that. And that's why I think we need people like us so we can help the people on this earth and to be able to give messages from the higher selves to the people on this planet earth, you know, the living. So I think that's why we have all these conduits and people that are in the paranormal and uh, understanding the total connection of where we need to be, you know? Absolutely. Yep, I mm-hmm. totally agree. Now, we're about right out of time, Kristen. Can you do me a favor here? All if right. somebody wants to get a hold of you or how do they contact you and tell them about your website and all that good stuff, do a little self-promotion yep. here. No, real quick. Um, it's going to be Kristen, uh, K-R-I-S-T-I-N, and then Roberts, um, uh, medium.com, KristenRobertsMedium.com. Uh, you can go on Facebook and look up, look up there, Kristen Roberts Medium. Uh, you can text and call me, um, 517-930-4306. And that's uh, a lot right there. Uh, you can, and you can contact us uh, for Glass Paranormal. Uh, we can do an investigation. If you know someone that's in the Michigan area that needs our services, we'd be glad to help everybody uh, that we can. Um, and uh, definitely, I appreciate your time and everything. It means a lot. I didn't think it was going to get this deep, but it got deep, guys. <laughs> you know, it did. Well, uh, it we, we try to go as deep as we can on the program. If not, we, you know, we don't want to drown, but we do want to go as deep as we can. Mm-hmm. That's good, though. Makes it real. Makes it honest. Yeah, it does. Well, Kristen, yeah. thanks for being on tonight, hon, and we appreciate it very much. Hopefully, we can get you and your partner to come on when you guys uh, get your program up and running and maybe, mm-hmm. you know, 
talk some more and, and go and see how everything's going with you. Would that be all right? Oh, that would be fantastic. I know that uh, Rebecca would like that. So we'll all keep right. in touch for sure. Okay. Yep. Sounds you good, guys take folks. Hey, and, uh, we're get- Thanks, Kristen. But- yeah, Chris, so we're getting ready in the program, folks. If you want to uh, get archives of any of our show, it's KentuckyGhostHunter.com, spelled out, KentuckyGhostHunter.com. It also gives you a list of all our affiliates. We want to say thank you to BBS for having us on. And uh, till next week at 9 p.m. Central Time, this is the Kentucky Ghost Hunter and Kevin Quatman saying good night and have a great week. We love the Kentucky Ghost Hunter!